the top 5 questions about eGold. Hi guys and welcome to a new episode of the Starry Vision Basic series. Now that the crypto market is recovering a bit, eGold is also picking up speed again and so we thought that it might be a good idea to answer the most important questions about the Elrond cryptocurrency. Question number 1. What is eGold? This might seem a bit straightforward at first, but then again, it isn't. You see, if you're still very new to the crypto world, you're probably mostly familiar with the big cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and, um, well, that's kind of it. As of right now, Bitcoin and Ethereum have a combined market dominance of around 60% and thus overshadow most of the other cryptocurrencies. But that doesn't mean that there aren't other currencies to be taken seriously, such as eGold. eGold is a so-called native token, which means that it is linked to a blockchain and is that blockchain's main currency. More precisely, eGold belongs to the Elrond blockchain, one of the fastest and most inexpensive blockchains currently on the market. Regarding the Elrond blockchain, eGold is used for paying network fees, for staking, and as a reward for validators. And while we're on the subject of staking, let's move on to the next question. How is eGold different from other crypto assets? The Elrond blockchain and thus also eGold are based on the proof of stake concept. This concept is characterized above all by the fact that it is significantly faster, but also much more environmentally friendly than the old proof of work concept. With Proof-of-Stake, resources can be bundled via a staking provider, such as Istari Vision, and thus used very efficiently. So anyone who owns eGold can stake it with us, and then we can work with the eGold, which is used to stabilize the blockchain, very simply put. In return for staking eGold, you can earn rewards. This way, everyone involved in the staking process is rewarded. Eagle differs from other cryptocurrencies not only through the proof-of-stake or POS concept, but also through its deflationary token model. Again, sounds much more complicated than it is. Deflationary simply means that within 10 years, the maximum eagle supply will be reached. And, as we know from the free market economy, supply and demand determine the price. So... If the supply is limited, and we know that after 10 years all the eagles will be available, then all we can really do is wait and anticipation and, as Sabrina has already explained in our crypto short series, hodl, hodl, hodl on. So if you still want to get in on the action, let's answer the next question right away. Where and how can I buy eagles? We have just made a video on this question in which we show you how you can buy eGold in under 5 minutes. If you haven't seen it yet, feel free to check out our Istari Vision YouTube channel. In the video we demonstrated how to buy eGold via the buy.elrond.com site. There you will find a list of certified suppliers where you can buy eGold. Buying eGold this way is very quick and easy although these providers usually have slightly higher fees. We are talking about 1-2%, but any private investor will know that even 1-2% can be a lot. It is cheaper to buy eagle via a crypto exchange like Binance or Crypto.com. 
This requires a little more time as the verification procedures are even more thorough than they are with the other payment providers. But in the long run, it is worth doing the whole thing once and then benefiting from the cheap, sometimes even non-existing transaction fees. And by the way, transaction fees are another excellent keyword. What do payments and transactions with eGold cost? Here, we're not talking about purchase fees, but how much a transaction costs on the Elrond blockchain. For example, if you want to send eGold to someone else, then you must pay network fees. A bit of context might be helpful here. For this, let's take an average transaction fee price. Let's assume an average amount of 35 cents per transaction with a trading volume of $10,000. 35 cents doesn't sound like much at first, but think about it. With a transaction fee of 35 cents, three transactions would already cost more than a dollar, which is rather expensive considering the amount of transactions some companies have to process on a daily basis. A transaction made with eGold, on the other hand, costs no less than one cent or 0.00005 eGold. This is variable and can be adjusted by the Elrond team at any time if the price of eGold rises too much. This guarantees that the transaction costs will always remain as low as possible. To show you how big this price advantage is compared to traditional payment providers, we have built a cost calculator on our website, especially for this purpose. So if you haven't checked that out yet, have a look at istari.vision and see for yourself how much cheaper the Elrond blockchain is. I can imagine that you might be surprised. Now I have one last question and it's a crucial one because it's about security mainly. Where is the best place to store my e-gold? There are four different ways to keep your eGold safe. One is the Elrond Web Wallet, for which we have already made a tutorial on YouTube. You can log into the Elrond Web Wallet either with the keystore link that you received when you created the wallet, a ledger or the Maya app, which is the second storage option. The Maya app is Elrond's own app for managing your eGold, but also your other cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and all cryptocurrencies running on the Elrond blockchain, such as Max or Ride. If you previously had your cryptocurrencies on a hot wallet, for example, on your Binance account, then you can simply send them to your Maya wallet address and manage them from the app. Hot wallets are less secure because you don't manage your security keys yourself. As a rule, if you have bought something on a crypto exchange, Make sure that you transfer your cryptocurrencies as soon as possible either to the Maya app or the last option for storing eGold, which is the Ledger. The Ledger is a so-called cold wallet and is basically nothing more than a USB stick that doesn't have a permanent connection to the internet. A Ledger is additionally secured and is therefore often used by investors who own many cryptocurrencies. The easiest way, however, is and remains the Maya app, and you can find the link in the show notes. 
If you liked this episode, feel free to listen again next time. In our basic series, we explain the most important terms about blockchain, crypto and DeFi every week to help you better navigate through the crypto world. If you have a specific question or feedback about our podcast, feel free to write us an email at hello at or visit us on Twitter, Telegram and Facebook. Until then, and all the best, happy staking, Yorado.